You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. This, um, today, we have a very special all-NFL episode. Um, if you're a football fan, you know this past weekend, we had our crazy wild card weekend. We had six dynamic games. We had some winners we expected, some winners we did not expect. And we want to talk about all of that, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between. So um, we're going to begin. Um, our matchups were the Colts versus the Bills, the Buffalo Bills. That's a New York team, by the way. Shout out to New York. Um, the Bucks versus the Washington football team, the Rams versus the Seahawks, the Ravens versus the Titans, the Bears versus the Saints, and the Browns versus the Steelers. So guys, just jump right into this. What stuck out to you the most? What was the most exciting? Any surprises? Like, just just go off and let our listeners know how y'all really feel about this past weekend. Um, I, th- I think one of the games that stuck out to me the most was um, the Bills and the Colts. That game was a very close game. You know, I was on the fence about it. I, you know, for something in me, I, I, I kind of trusted the Colts. But um, what struck me is just the Colts because Frank Reich and Doug Peterson are like of the same elf, right? Same cloth. They coach together to a certain extent. And just some boneheaded decisions that kind of cost them the game. Kind of reminded me of when the Giants stole the Super Bowl from the Patriots on um, the, se- uh, the undefeated season when, we, when I feel like they got a little hit. That. We won that. Sorry, I just had to interject. We won <laughs> that. Yeah, what stood out to me was really, man, Sierra. Sierra husband came home earlier than everyone expected. You know, um, I didn't expect uh, Seattle to lose against the Rams, but the Rams buckled down. But what's interesting with the Titans and the Ravens, the Titans just seemed to forget that they had Derrick Henry. (laughs) I don't understand. They seemed to forget they had Derrick Henry. And they didn't run the ball as much as they... You run the ball during the playoff. You run the ball. But that, I think that really shocked me the most. Well, Phil, um, I have to defend the Ravens on this because if you watch that game, Derrick Henry tried. That defense was smothering. I mean, you have to give props where props is due. They were able to neutralize him. He wasn't able to do anything, and it wasn't because there was a lack of effort. I mean, he just couldn't get anywhere. I think you got to keep right. pushing and pushing and pushing and, 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 and eventually it will, they will bend, but that was, I think that was still a shock. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying um, because, you know, the, their best player is obviously Derek Henry on offense. Ryan Tannehill is a average quarterback at best, um, you know, but I feel as if the Baltimore's defense came to play and there's nothing you can do. If, if you're, if you're um, prepared for the running, you're stacking the box, you know. Um, I will say what surprised me is the Titans failed. They didn't, the Titans didn't make Lamar Jackson beat them with their arm. They allowed him to 
carve right. him, him up with his legs. I agree. And I thought it was irresponsible on the defensive end. Yeah, I'm just I'm just shocked on a couple of these couple of these takes right here, man. <laughs> like uh I don't know, I don't know. I, I saw the game like probably you guys, but I saw it different. Lamar made things happen. They was those guys was playing excellent. They had an excellent game plan on defense, playing the perimeters. They even had some secondary secondary guys uh out on the perimeter uh instead of their defensive ends. Um, because of how athletic Omar is. He just was electric, man. It's like nothing you can do. It's like some things you say you just can't coach. He, he was just special. To, he was special. But I think I, one thing that really bothers me too, and this has nothing to do with the team that stuck out to me, by the way, but since y'all brought up the Titans, it kind of bothers me that we don't discuss how Tannehill was a non-factor. You know, he just gets a pass. When they stack the box like that for the Ravens, you know, your quarterback has to come to play. This guy did absolutely nothing to make his team win. And everybody overlooks it. And I, that, that kind of bothers me. But the game that stuck out to me was the Pittsburgh versus Cleveland game. I, yes. actually, I actually picked the Browns to win the game, right? But I did not see that type of slapping. I did not see them putting up 50 points on the board. So that game stuck out to me the most. I too also picked them. Um, I too picked them after the first fumble. So that should count for something. You want to know what's funny about that? I am so glad that last night happened. If it's one thing I can't stand outside of the Cowboy fan base, it's the Steeler fan base. And I remember when they started the season hot, 11-0, and 0, playing trash teams, mind you. You know, you can't forget that. They started so hot, and all I heard was, yeah, the Super Bowl's coming back to Pittsburgh, and I had to see dusty yellow towels in my timeline. And so this was the type of humbling that I was honored to watch. After that first fumble, I knew it was going downhill um, for Pittsburgh. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't anticipate that the Browns would win, but boy, am I happy they did. And I think a big thing, too, that made this uh, win so interesting was the fact that the coach has COVID-19 is in the protocol. The fact that the team is, you know, not really, they didn't really practice this week. So you're not expecting them to pull out a, a victory out. I, I picked Pittsburgh mainly because um, the Browns were had COVID-19 uh, all throughout the facility. So it's, it's an amazing win. Uh, and I remember the last time the Browns were in the playoffs, I was a freshman, I was 14 years old. And I remember them blowing it at the end of the game. I think it was against Pittsburgh. I can't remember. I remember them blowing it at the end of the game. So shout, shout out to, to Cleveland. Yeah, so I'm going to hop in real quick as the lone Steeler fan who has to take this L, although I'm not like my other Steeler Nation folk who quickly is, who quickly assumes that will go straight to a Super Bowl. But I mean, after that first fumble, you know, it's 7-0 and you just think things will go well um, after that. But yeah, like Ben is on the decline. Like, I mean, we, we've been saying it for a while and he's always hesitant about coming back and forth. But last night, like, although we still had a chance to win, 
like as people are listening they probably are going to be like he's crazy but if you didn't watch the game to the fourth quarter you wouldn't know what i'm talking about and this almost goes to like if you didn't watch the titans game and you need a score if it's the fourth quarter and you need a touchdown minimum or something on the points you go for it on fourth down it's fourth and two, fourth and one for the Titans. Mike Vrabel punts it. Game over. Lamar Jackson has that run at the end of the game. It's fourth and one on the Pittsburgh 45. Momentum is your way. If you get another touchdown, you might win the game. Mike Tomlin decides to try to draw the Browns offsides, punts it. And everybody says, if if we punt the ball, the Browns are probably going to score. And as foreseen, that's definitely happened. So I feel like especially, especially in these times, like for all these teams moving forward, if it's fourth down, go for it. Like for real, like that's the main thing that I pulled away from this weekend. If it is fourth down, and you need, and I mean desperately need, because it, the game can swing your way, go for it. Because if you don't, that's it. I mean, literally, that's it. Listen, um, Tomlin had no regards for Ben. He did not trust Ben. What did Ben do throughout the whole game for him to earn that trust to go forth? You have no running game. Juju's dancing on the sideline. What are you going to do? <laughs> You know? Is that is, is, is this all you have? Like, really? That's all what you, you got to do. Because, but you got to think Juju about this. Juju on that beat. Juju on that beat. Take the L and leave I mean, I, I took the L after we punted it because I knew that the Browns were going to score, and that's exactly what happened. Like, I mean, A, like, you have to go for it. Like, that's literally, like, if momentum is your way, you go for it. And that's, Listen. like, something that you really have to do, especially in football. Like, forget analytics. Like, I agree with you if that was a traditional football game. This is rivalry. rivalry. Rivalry football. And when that statement came out, denigrate the Browns, you just gave everyone an amp of opportunity to believe in themselves and they're going to push the hardest they can. But Phil, let me let me put it th- this way. It Go wasn't ahead. just because Juju said that, guess what? Mm-hmm. The Browns only scored what? Maybe like two touchdowns that whole that whole second half? Like really? Like is that like like I said, you have because to because it's literally... called twenty eight the first half, right? <laughs> I was many. about to say, I mean, fairness. But the no, but I'm saying like credit credit to them. They forced Ben Roethlisberger to make the mistakes to throw three picks in the first half. You put your defense in a hole, and so basically what Cleveland did, they was like, all right, since we didn't, we can't really go to the facility. They simplified the game plan, get the ball out of Baker Mayfield's hands quick, and run the mm-hmm. ball like the simple obvious. So they were focused and they had more of a determination to win the game versus not the second game. half. Not if you watch the second half, they did not because they were they starting scored, to crumble. Listen, they score enough points. Right. <laughs> exactly. Ben hole. We got to put in too big of a hole. Like I can accept that. Like I don't have a problem with that. But like, at the end of the day, the, like the fact that have, if you have yeah. three turnovers in the first half and it turns to 21 points you're more than likely not going to win that game. Yeah, and that's what happened. Y'all didn't win the game. And (laughs) that's exactly what happened. Like, no matter how 
you know, Cleveland definitely lost steam in the second half, but it didn't matter. What matters is that they put up more points that, you know, towards the end of the game and shout out to Allen. Like I really love him defending his team and, and he made a, you know, he made a really great argument, but um, what's that song? And in the words of my girl, Brandy almost doesn't count. Take, <laughs> take this L and be content with your life. Like how we are content with our lives. All right. Um, I wanted to hit on something that Kelvin mentioned earlier about action Jackson. Like there was just nothing you can do. Like he was magical, right? And and I hope this continues. I would love to see him win um, a chip this year. I don't, I mean, with Aaron looming and, and uh, what's the other guy named? Pat Mahomes. I mean, I really don't see that happening, but I mean, I'm, I'm just happy that he finally broke through. He got over that hump. He's in the playoffs. And hopefully he continues on. Yeah, I want to agree. Uh, congratulations getting that hump. You know, in the first year, um, he got in and lost the first round miserably. And the second year, last year, he was the MVP and lost. So getting over mm-hmm. the hump mm-hmm. the way they did, I, I have mm-hmm. to give him um, credit. So he's not that, you know, regular season title, but, you know, one of the best quarterbacks during the regular season. I can't win in the playoff. So that monkey, I, I believe, is off his back. I agree he's off his mm-hmm. back. So mm-hmm. congratulations, Axon Jacksons. Let's see what happened in the next round. Yes. We're gathered here for a disturbing occasion. A time in which many of us have dreaded, some anticipated, but the inevitable finally happened. The Steelers were laid to rest. Juju's feet went six feet deep. And to make matters worse, they got buried under the Browns. Now some would like the rest to look at the hope of the moment and say that if Jesus went under the, the Steelers will rise. But I think we've seen the end of Ben Roethlisberger. I think we've seen the end of an era. And no worse way to go out than being buried under that brown team that reminds you of what you put in the toilet. Inevitably, another team will rise and we say farewell and so long to the Pittsburgh Steelers. The only thing terrible on their towers now will be that brown stuff from the ground. May God bless their black and yellow souls. Thank you so much for that eulogy. Um, let's transition on to teams that still have life and talk about the matchups for next week. So next weekend, we are looking at the Cleveland Browns versus Kansas City. Can Cleveland pull out some magic next week? We don't know. We're looking at the Ravens versus the Bills. 
we're looking at the Rams versus Green Bay. And we're looking at the Saints versus the Bucks in our very first geriatric game um, with the AARP stars of Tom Brady and Drew Brees. So, guys, who are you choosing and why? So, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers because he's Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to take over the Rams. Even the Rams' defense is really, really good. So, But I think Aaron Rodgers is special, and he's going to get over that hump. The hardest one for me is the Ravens and the Bills. Two great defense. So it's going to be dependent upon the quarterback. And I'm going to lean on the Bills. The, the Bills. I have to the Bills. They've, they've been consistent throughout the season. They've, they've won big games. And I believe in a quarterback. And the quarterback should be uh, one of the MVP candidates. If he especially pulls this off. The Chiefs and the Browns, please. That's a wrap, Chiefs. <laughs> And the and the, between the two 40-plus, give props to all the 40-plus-year-olds, the Saints are going to take this. The Bucks had trouble beating Washington, the Washington team. I got to give it to the Saints. So um, I like um, – so one, let me say this. I think you have the Chiefs and then you have the rest of the NFL. I think the Chiefs right now are on another plan. Like not many people are really paying attention to Patrick Mahomes because what he's doing on a week to week basis becomes so natural. So uh, obviously like the chiefs bills versus um, the Ravens. I'm going to go interesting. I'm going to take the Ravens. The reason I'm taking the Ravens is bills versus Colts should not been as close as it was. And while sure um, the bills are a uh, consistent team and they have a great quarterback uh, and they have a good defense. I want to go with Action Jackson this week. Go with Action Jackson this week. Um, and then as you go to the NFC, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I don't trust the I don't trust the Rams um, quarterback as much as I trust um, Discount Double Check. And then also for my final pick. I'm going to go with typically the dome is hard to typically the dome is hard to win in, but there's no one in the dome. And if there are people, it's very limited. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay Bucks. Wow. Nice. Okay. Wow. Okay. Respect. respect. Um, all right. So how I'm going to do this. The reason I I would want to go with the Bucks because the Saints have slapped them twice this year, and it's very hard to beat a team three times in one year. Uh, but with that said, I'm still going with the Saints because I don't trust Tom Brady. Um, then we had a Packers Rams game, very interesting game right there. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers prevails. Uh, I think, um, like Evan was saying, that quarterback play is going to come to the end, that shaky quarterback play. Uh, Jared Goff is really injured. I don't think he, he can sustain a whole game against the Packers, so I'm going to go with the Packers. Then we have the Bills and the Ravens, and I'm going – that's my bias pick. I always have a bias pick. I'm going with Lamar – Lamar. what, what, what do I call him? 
Lamarkable or Lamarvelous, <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to call him. I'm going with that kid, man. I like him. I hope this is his year. I hope he's not content. And uh, I'm going to rock with him. But interesting. I think the Kansas City-Cleveland game is going to be a lot more interesting than we think. Um, I really, I really do. Playoff football, they got a great running game over there. Andy Reid is not as great as everybody want to pipe him up to. Um, we had him for like almost 20 years in Philly. I know. Uh, and it's hard to it's hard to repeat, I think, in uh NFL anyway. So I, I with that said, I'm still going Kansas City, <laughs> but I think it's gonna be a good game. All right, all right. Um I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I agree with Evan. I mean, I think they're just kind of playing on a different level. And I can't really see myself um, choosing someone over them. Unlike Kelvin, though, I don't think this is going to be much of an interesting game. I'm thinking by the middle of the second quarter, we're all going to kind of be like, oh, okay, I guess we need to finish watching it, but there will be no need to. Um, so that's just my opinion on that. So I'm taking the Chiefs, the Ravens and Bills. Um, the Bills have a solid team and I'm a diehard New Yorker, but I have the same bias that Kelvin has when it comes to Lamar. And because of it, I think they're going to pull it out. Um, they better pull it out. But please know if they don't and the Bills win, I would still be content because they're a New York team, okay? So either way, I come out on top in that matchup. Um, I have to go with um, Aaron Rodgers. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm not really choosing much of anybody over Aaron, maybe Pat, but I feel this is Green Bay's game to win. I watched the, Ram game, the Rams game this weekend. I mean, golf is dry to me. Um, something is wrong with, I think, his finger or his hand or something like that. So, I mean, I'm, I definitely think Green Bay pulls this out. Um, as far as the battle of the old men, I think, I just think Drew Brees is the better quarterback this year. And um, the Bucks have a solid squad, but the Saints at home yeah i'm i'm gonna have to go with the saints I, I think they definitely pull this out tom brady is shaky at best he'll have like a game and then he'll play like you know i can't even think of a bad quarterback right now but um he's just inconsistent and so i don't know what tom brady is going to show up i don't know if Belichick's tom brady is going to show up or Brady crying on the sideline, um, you know, soft Brady is going to show up. So I'm going to go with the Saints. Now, let's be mindful. All the, all these picks are pending on the COVID cases this week. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, definitely. These can really change by Thursday. We come right back on and have to change our picks. So this is let the, let the record be known that this is on a Monday right now, ladies and gentlemen. Correct. <laughs> Correct. 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 <laughs> and so, for some reason, I just uh -huh. want to add this. If some reason, by some way, Tom Brady gets protection that game, then he'll win. But I don't see it happening. So. 
No, yeah. the Saints have a better defense, and they they are all over everyone. And I can't give Brady. He almost lost to Washington, and prior to that, most of the games were a few of the games were close against bad teams. And so I can't. I don't see it. It could happen, you know, any given Sunday, but I don't see it happening. Well, the, think, to be fair, Washington has a very good pass rush, so I, I expect that game to be a lot closer than people expected because of the Washington yeah. pass rush. No matter how good, no matter how bad their record is, no matter how bad their offense was, and then they had a quarterback with no scouting report. Some of the most dangerous people to play against is an individual with no scouting report. Um, shout out to um, what's the guy's name? I don't even know. That's how bad. Yeah, you don't need to know. You don't need to know. No team name, no name. Haneke. Yeah, ha- ha- Haneke, that Trump supporter. Shout out to yeah. the Trump supporter. <laughs> was, Hopefully, oh, he the Hopefully he wasn't in the Capitol um, on, on last last, he, last week. He probably was. He probably was. <laughs> um, shout out to so... the Redskins for not taking the stand for social justice on the weekend. That, oh, that of course. It, of course. Can y'all tell, you know, tell me this high level that Kansas City's been playing on, though? Because I think it was a good point. You remember that game? They just they, they almost really did just lose to Atlanta. What's, well, what's in all fair, in all fairness, within the last month, Atlanta has gotten Super Saiyan powers. They have saved our country, so they've been playing a little better. So we we can't even really, you know, it's it's okay that Kansas City almost <laughs> lost. Like, let's be honest, huh? who, doesn't almost lose to, who doesn't almost lose to Atlanta? Atlanta always starts off and then just fades away. They do. Yes. True, <laughs> true, true. That is accurate. That is accurate. Atlanta will beat you um, in the first three quarters. Well, the first two and a half. And then, you know, it's feel bad it, for you and say, you know, you can have the game. Right. You're better right. than us. <laughs> Right. So I'm I'm really excited to see. Like I, I just think no one expects the Browns to to pull out a win. Like there's no way. There's absolutely no way. And, and let's be honest, let's be honest. When they played the Steelers, the Steelers they really gave them the game as opposed to the, the Browns taking the game. Now the Correct. Browns, like like Kevin said, the Browns have a great running game. So if the Browns can get up early and, and ground and pound the Chiefs would be in for a tough game. But okay. as long as the Chiefs take them seriously, I, I don't see this being um, a who big, off, big... Who offense do you have... Who offense do you trust more? What? That's all I have what, to say. What, what, no, not necessarily. Between who? Right. The Browns and, and the Browns and Kansas City. You trust the Kansas City. They could put 50-60 on the board. But if you keep Patrick Mahomes off the field exactly. for a certain amount of time, that's really that's really the blueprint to beating them. It's like, yeah, you can score, but if you can limit the amount of possessions, like, look, I look at it like this, right? Uh, the Chiefs can score quickly, right? But in bunches. But 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 that's but that's not the thing. If you're able to stay on the field and make those those drives very long in the second half, that's going to add up. It's really going to add up and your defense is going to be tired. That can add up. Like, you really got to think about it. Like, yeah, you got to keep it consistent. Now, if the Browns, if the Browns like, fall behind early, they got to abandon that, but they still kind of got to keep Kansas City honest about it. But you'll have to see. It's possible. It's possible, but uh, you just have to give – You just have to give uh, Pat Mahomes mm, four drives, and he could score practically three of those and get a field goal. (laughs) So, I – Pat Mahomes is at a different level. 
that'd be conventional football for anybody else. But this guy has a embarrassment of riches. You understand? Every position he has a high talented person in the offensive line. He got a running back. He got a he got a he got also all league all uh, uh, tight end. He got mm-hmm. wide receivers. This dude, I'm telling you, yes, and you can hold the ball the as much as you want, but as long as he come on the if you can hold, you have to hold the ball for two hours. There's no way you can hold the ball for two hours. He's going to get on the field, and he's going to Phil, score. The way you beat Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees in his prime, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, you don't let him get in the rhythm. So the point exactly. is, if the Browns can 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 get a little early game magic, get a little bit of a lead, and then grind it out with running. I mean, the Browns, the Browns have the number one, the number one rushing offense in the NFL. They have two a thousand yard rushers on their on their roster. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the thing, and I will agree with that with any other team. But here's the problem: the Pat Mahomes has a embarrassment of riches. This dude, he's not conventional. This dude throw underhand. He throws the left hand. This the running game is not like he, that. Like you're right. Left hand. He is unconventional. This dude is the offensive weapon. This dude is un, is mind blowing. He. I know. So no. for Aaron Rodgers, for instance, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, all you had to do is just the Aaron Rodgers was throwing the balls when he lost those games. The receivers wasn't catching it, right? Uh, Unless your name is Jesus Christ, you can't be on the offense and defense simultaneously. Right. If you keep the man off the field, exactly, you don't get into rhythm. It doesn't matter. You can't keep him off the field the whole game. I'm mean, that's the well, issue. no, no, that's not the point. no that's one is saying keep point. keep him off the whole game. But if you take him out of rhythm and you limit the amount. Like, I definitely see what they're saying. Like, like, I mean, like, let's be real. This guy is human, and he could very well lose, okay? So, like, let's not get carried away, you know what I'm saying, a- about him. And and I heard he liked Trump, so I don't know. <laughs> oh. oh, I was going to say, right before we go, I think that L.A. Green Bay game is going to be closer than what we think. That's all. I, my only thing is, it's hard to win the Lambo, not because of fans, because it's going to be awfully cold. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's going to be cold and probably and Kansas windy. City is cold, and, too. And them LA boys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kansas City Grand being cold is going to work for that running game, Phil. Yeah. I'm glad everybody coming to the light on this one, man. I, I think it's going to be a lot more interesting. It may be, possibly. The Browns? They are you have, talking about the Browns or are you talking about the Rams? No, I'm Which talking one? about the Browns. I thought say I'm glad everybody comes to the light at first because... Uh, that's, I would agree with everyone if it was a normal team. This is Pat Mahone, MVP. Do, do throws a sidearm, left Lamar arm. Lamar Jackson is the reigning MVP, got in the first okay? round, In the second round last year. Exactly. I was like, listen... And Andy Lamar Reed is Jackson known. is the reigning MVP. Listen, right. I As Kelvin know point Andy, Andy Reid is known for having these prolific offenses, but if you get them off the field, don't let them get in the rhythm. Yeah. I watched Donovan do it numerous times. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's nothing you can do about it. Then he start pushing. They start pushing, start doing some extra stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, y'all, mm-hmm. I really think we're in for some good football this weekend. I agree. I agree. I I don't anticipate any like super surprise this week. And like, I think it's going to be what it is, but it's going to be great games. Yeah. All right, y'all. Until next time. I hate the Eagles. Oh my gosh. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. 
Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.